Welcome back to another episode of Less Than 10, an EVE Online Small Gang PvP podcast. I'm Feral, and this is episode 27. Uh, we're shaking it up a little bit. Um, as you guys know, probably from the last couple episodes, Blood's been really, really busy in real life. So he, he's kind of taken a step back. He's still going to pop in when he can. But uh, some of you in the Discord might have noticed I reached out and asked for some help. And Casper, uh, who's been a guest before, was kind Correct. enough to to pop on and to to contact me and and let me know that he's interested in stepping in. So we're gonna see how it goes, see if he likes it. And so Casper is my co-host today. Say hi, Casper. How's it going, guys? Yeah. So today we is pretty interesting. I say this every episode how interesting this episode is going to be, but uh, we got some kind of OG Eve players who who both were very prolific in their time. Um, making videos and really good content, both kind of brawler type of, of PvP, like solo PvP, brawling, great videos, and both recently returned. So we're going to be touching on that. So uh, Mr. Hyde, say hello. Hey everybody, Mr. Hyde, back from the dead. Uh, thanks to Casper Blood and Feral for uh, reaching out to me about joining this podcast. Right on, man. Yeah, thanks for joining. And then uh, our second guest is Prometheus Exenthal. I believe I said that right. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So, yeah, say hello and, and tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me here, Farrell. Uh, it's been a long, long, long time in EVE, and I don't think I can ever shake it. So, like a lot of folks, welcome. Nice, nice. Well, first of all, let's just kind of get into like our, our typical first topic of what we've been up to. Um, Casper, you want to kind of kick us off on this? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so I'm a member of uh, the, the Meme Code Corp uh, with a bunch of the Hydra and Turn Left guys. And we just recently, uh, three or four days ago, actually went back to uh, Gorwin Clade um, just for the Triglavian memes. There's been a bunch of uh, Eve stuff. Um, with the Triglave and all the lore involving that. So we jumped back into Goron to do some, some role-playing memes and chuck some triangles out in local. That's awesome. Uh, so do you guys like, is code just a ticker tank thing? Like, is that all it is? 100%. Yeah, um, okay. With, That's what with I Gorwin, we were stopping getting fights and people just would legitimately duck up. So we went over to code and people... You know, some people don't know names. They just look at alliances or tickers and they're like, go back to high sec or are you lost or what the hell is going on? And you could like tackle a carrier or something and people would just throw loads and loads of crap at us because it's just code. It's not Hydra. It's not anybody famous. Who cares? And so it worked for a long time, but it's starting to kind of wear out and we're, we're ready to try the next little, uh, little meme role play. Nice. That's interesting that somebody wouldn't recognize you <laughs> unless you're playing on an alt or something, because I feel like there have been some pretty famous things that you've been involved in, Casper. And if I saw your character pop up in local, like I wouldn't look at the Alliance ticker. I'd know it was you. 
I think that's true for a bunch of the old hats, but you know, Eve has a bunch of new players and it's constantly just overturning with, with new players in a population. And I think, you know, obviously the people that know better won't be the ones feeding into us. So we can farm the new bros and pretend like we're elite this way. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, well, I've been flying a bunch of uh, interceptors lately, more so than I have in the past. I mean, I like when I first started doing a lot of small gang back in Noir, I flew a lot of interceptor. I trained interceptor five. It was like my first big skill to five. And, uh, and, and I just, I just loved that, that role. Right. And I kind of like, I, I, I've flown a lot of interceptor on my alt as a lot of small gangers do. Um, but I, I but I've been main boxing it and. I started like I fly stiletto a lot, um, so I just started flying my stiletto a little bit blingy with snakes, and I was like, "Yeah, this this is pretty crazy." Like, obviously, I know about the malediction. I know how, how crazy that uh, abyssal malediction fit that people use is, but I was using the stiletto, and like it's pretty interesting because if people haven't done it, you go so much faster that it really uh, like. Uh, it really makes the interceptor's shortcoming of lock range stand out because now your bling point, your heated lock, your heated point range is is so close to lock range, even with an ionic rig, right? You, now you're talking about like, hmm, maybe I should drop this one of my lows for a sig amp as well, get more usable range because you go so fast that when you can finally lock it in that second it takes to lock, you've already traveled another like seven kilometers, sure. right? And and it wasn't only that; it was like kiting going that fast like manual piloting gets harder like it's quite a bit harder <laughs> it's yeah so i mean these are things like i've flown some pretty crazy stupid fits for like dramules that are um like a garmer that goes super fast like the dual prop garmer with snakes and and stuff and like i knew that already but it, it just it it's pretty interesting so i i pe think people should try it even like mid-grade snakes and just see just like try it it's it's weird but I flew the stiletto once and then I immediately got a malediction. And man, that ship is so fucking broken. <laughs> like, there's uh, there's some like, ancient ones, ancient evil Edna videos of yeah. him. Like, uh, I think he called the Teamwork Crow, which was like pre nano nerf snaked, uh, stupid fast, like just covering hundreds of thousands, like hundreds of kilometers in like two seconds. You really can surprise people, like say they warp to a ping and you just like get a heated line. Say there's like a, <laughs> a kind of a busy grid, right? And all of a sudden you just like, you know, ram this thing like your P horde ram jig, like super fast. And yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty cool. But that malediction with a plate, you run it with a plate and uh, and, and a rep. I'm using an Ansel rep, but some dudes that really go nuts will um, will roll cap use on their MWD and their rep and just try and have the sustain uh to run a, a non-ansel rep but personally like the way i look at it is if you roll a, a really nice abyssal ansel rep they're pretty cheap and uh you're limiting like your limiting factor is going to be cap anyway unless you're like like i said going super super crazy on the rolls i imagine so anyway mine's set up with an ansel rep a plate abyssal plate shout out to nith for hooking me up with some mods and then abyssal scram and abyssal warp disruptor and uh, it's it's fucking insane. Like you can tank rapid light clips, no problem. I mean, as long as you're moving, you can't be stupid with it. You can <laughs> still die. But uh, the scram range, like the heated scram range, it's just so strong. It feels so good screening things off your gang. And uh, yeah, I've been really enjoying that. So we'll see how much longer I do it. But 
How about you everything, guys hide? Everything that you guys just talked about is heresy and frigates fucking suck. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say that. Like, you, you're kind of infamous for uh, for death to frigates, right? Like, you were a CSM member at one point, right? And that, yeah. that was, like, was right it? in your CSM bid, right? Like, death to all frigates. Yeah, and uh, Prom, were you were you, you were CSM before I was? Right? I was CSM before, you know, I was life to all frigates. Oh my goodness! Two XDSMs <laughs> on here. This is this is interesting. And it's funny so, because like we both have brawling in common. Yet, <laughs> like prom, like prom's vids. I used to watch a lot back in the day, and I I always would like watch the frigate bits for like thirty seconds. I get bored, and that's I'd, I'd like skip down on until I find like <laughs> well, the actual what I consider like actual ships. Huh? I couldn't get fights in bigger things. But that's that's the challenge, my friend. But I think I mean, you, had, you had plenty of fucking videos with uh, um, with great fights and in, in non frigates. So. Sure, but for every like one good cruiser plus size fight, that's like thirty half decent frigate fights versus thirty cruiser uh, wrecks. Right, yeah. I, I just think it's like the like for me. It's always been like the low hanging fruit. Like I just it's I've different never now. Into it's it. different yeah. now. Have you been? You've been still brawling though since you came back, right? I like I quickly glanced at your your Z kill board and I saw like Jesus pretty much Christ. picking up where you left off, right? Like isn't it isn't it terrible? Uh, yeah, uh, I've been doing like brawling and stuff. Nothing like small for sure. Uh, I don't think anything really smaller than cruiser i don't fly at all um yeah but uh yeah brawling just testing out all this new shit that they've added since i left uh which has been quite a lot um and just seeing how how the ecosystem is have you messed around with the filament yes i actually could not i was like when i uh logged back in it was just like overwhelming the sheer amount of stuff that had been added and like two and a half, three years almost. Uh, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, I didn't. Uh, first of all, this like agency <laughs> thing popped up and is like Triglavians, which I thought are like, what is this? And then uh, all these new ships, um, filaments, have no idea what that is. I was just like browsing Reddit trying to figure out what people are talking about. And then I couldn't figure out like what the actual filament was because people call them filaments, but then the ones people use for roaming, like the item name is like signal five needle jack whatever so i was like super confused uh but uh i've yeah i've been i i said most of my my lost mails on that you probably saw on z kill have been from just using those filaments and I, I i really like them um it is a little bit random where they seem to put you i think i mean that's the intent but it's like there, there's also, it seems to plot me in like drone regions with a bunch of Chinese people every single time, and that never turns out well. I think yeah. a big part of it is is like your time zone you play in. Because when I play, I usually play like in this time zone for like a couple hours. And if I try and do like a filament, it'll always put me in the east, far east, and I'll always be like a mining op or something. Meanwhile, I'm in like a cruiser or a frigate. It's like, cool. Let me just leave. Yeah, and those guys like their their responses to roamers is is very obscene. They they want you gone, and they come at you hard with with fancy shit, like straight up. That's I, I, it. Might even be the biggest change to the game, in my opinion, since you guys have left and come back. Is how, how 
null set groups respond to people in their space. Some of them. Um, I film I film it a little later, and I find a little more variance in in my destinations. So like I've been getting um, I've been getting really good fights out of I I shouldn't say this I'm gonna give it up, but around GE around um, catch lately, um, and and I've been filmenting into like Pravi. And then mm -hmm. I'll just like roam over to catch and get some fights on the way over there and then fight brave a little bit. And, and that'd be, that's been pretty fun. But uh, yeah, definitely when you get those, those, uh, those filaments into like frat space, it, uh, Dude, it, it frat, frat is the worst. That's really the only time zone that I really work around is fraternity and, and China. You always want to do it at the start or end of China time. And always yeah. uh, in, in frat is the best place I've got for normal fights. You can't stay too long, obviously, because, you know, the response time is absolutely incredible yeah. with Hugans and Latches and Rapier, everything under the sun. Abyssal Bargists. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I tackled a Retribution once and they dumped a Bargist on me. I'm like, all right, see you later. <laughs> yeah, man, not in it for the good fights. But yeah, so, and, and Prom, you've been flying uh, low sec a little more than Null, is that correct? I glanced at your killboard too, just to... Yeah, just like I said, this the time zone works out mm -hmm. better for me that way. I I thought I'd farm some faction warfare LP for a little bit, and I don't know. I got tired of it, so now I'm just in a novelty corp. And uh, yeah. I, yeah, low sec low sec has been busier than than it used to be, I guess. But I I don't stray much further than Amake or even on the Galente uh, faction warfare space now. Every time I try and go for a room and, and I'll, I'll, I'll run a filament and I'll get dumped in frat space and then I'll fly around for 10 jumps. I'll dump another filament and I'll end back end up like five jumps where I just was from. I'm like, cool, thanks. And this is a waste of my time. And I'll go back to Losec for a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the case with the filaments. Um. I've been using them a lot, but uh, it it it's so time zone dependent, and I think they're great. Right, they're, yeah. they're great for the game because they bring some of that like low sec thing where you can just undock. You're already in the war zone. Content is is close. Like it brings that a little bit into null sec roaming. Yeah, I think filaments are great. It just it is very largely dependent on your time zone. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever been dumped in the west anywhere or south, not even once. Not even it was like not even syndicate, not even like Poito, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I've liked that uh, with the filaments. What I've enjoyed is that like the part of roaming that was like the the worst was kind of like getting out into the space, like away from your home system, because especially with like my main, like people recognize the name in local, and I'm sure this happens with you guys as well, but. Once, like you know that, or you you're known to base out of a certain area, you'll just get camped, and you can't. Especially with battleships, like when I first joined in, I didn't know about the the filaments when I re, when I rejoined the game recently, and you know I based out of my regular system, and like within like thirty seconds of me logging in, there's somebody typing in local, like oh hey here he is, and then as soon as I undock, there's like sixteen people that undock and just like follow me around, and. I couldn't get like many roams or if I would like within five jumps, I'd just get blobbed. And so I kind of gave up on low sec um, within like a week or two of rejoining. And then I found these filament things. And what's nice is it like really does just throw you out in a random direction there. And 
I get to roam in places where I guess I wouldn't have unless I'd used wormholes prior to filaments because like roaming from your home system out to the middle of like catch or something like you're saying a stain uh it would have taken so long on stream or when you were doing it by yourself that you would have either gotten a fight or gotten killed before that so uh I, I do appreciate that part of it uh the the signal ones seem to put you like it's it's hard to find like the like the methodology behind it I'm, i've been trying to like see what it's basis is for putting you in like a high activity system or what it considers high activity. Um, sometimes it's just like there's a bunch of ratters in this system or there's a bunch of miners. And then other times it's like there was like an entire fleet battle here about 50 seconds ago. And now it's like the remnants of two fleets and you're kind of stuck. So it's the middle ground that I'm interested in, like finding a small gate camp or yeah. a small roaming gang. But it's uh, that's always the challenge. Have you tried ever basing out of uh, Thera? I did uh, when I was rolling with the Thera guys for like a month or two, and I just I can't deal with the like the scanning wormholes. And unless you're in a corp that has that stuff bookmarked pretty well, then I, dude, I, I, maybe it's changed. Dude, but... the, you're talking about Thera, right? Yeah. yeah. Are you are you? This is the greatest thing ever. Okay, True. so CCP made a change recently where they basically allowed uh, bookmark folders to be put on the access list. So Eve Scout. Is, do you guys know who Eastgate is? The corp that runs the, the Thera the website, yeah. Yeah, so they they actually do a public bookmark list that you can just subscribe to. I live in Thera. It's it's very up to date. It's pretty good. The only like I haven't scanned a Thera hole in months. Hmm. Oh wow, I, this is so, something actually that we talked about in uh, the CSM. Yeah, ages ago. Yeah, like no <laughs> shit. It's it's super legit and like so. Furnace the corp I'm in. Moved into Thera, and we even reached out to them. Like a couple guys were like, "Yo, like, do you guys want us? Like, this is such a cool thing. Thanks. Do you guys like want us to set you blue?" They're like, "No, no, don't set us blue. Like, it's fine." We're like, <laughs> like they're like they're just so humble about doing this amazing service. Shout out to Eve Scout, and uh, yeah, literally, you just go to their public channel, and there's a link. You click it, you put that uh, bookmark online, and if you guys are filmenting, absolutely, like. Even if you're just filming a thing on Ajita and then you want to get somewhere, just go on to the EVSCOT website and see how close you are. You don't need probes. If it's on the website, that bookmark is going to be in the folder. Occasionally, the, the the website won't be updated after a hole closes, but you know. Do you tend to run into people camping uh, camping these a lot or not really? No, that's in called, US that's zone, no. Yeah, I don't find a lot of like, usually there's a couple of people around the Thera hole, like explorers and stuff like that. And maybe some PvP dudes, but like as far as terrible camps, no. And right now, Volta's actually like their boys. Volta is is uh, deployed to K space, so um, in the Euro time zone, you'll have less traffic there from them. Which which if you're gonna have like camp problems, it's gonna be from them. Stage of the third station down, Grav Lab, you're golden. It's a non kicko station. Try it. Huh. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Well, well it's, that's it's one awesome. thing I didn't know. That's always always coming back to the game after a break. It's like you you I try and read like the dev blogs or look through like recent like big posts on Reddit and stuff like that. But I had no I had no clue that they had, they had implemented that. So that's really cool. Yeah, man. It's it's I from when I've come back from my breaks and they weren't very long. Like my longest one was a year. It's super humbling to come back and be like, 
like what like this feels almost like a new game right and maybe it looks a little different and mechanics work differently and there's like new some new ship and it's yeah. just great yeah it's crazy it's such a deep game that it's amazing that someone that plays like as long as at the level you guys did comes back and you're just kind of like floored with new things and almost feeling lost again right are there any other uh, new things that you know obviously i haven't taken any break so it's not nothing's too new but i'm just interested from an outsider's perspective coming back what else has stood out to you that's been new uh, throughout your breaks obviously we just talked about the bookmarks and you know the, the filaments but what else what else is there the abyssal the abyssal stuff rolling the stuff on the modules i don't know when exactly that was introduced and um yeah i i, I haven't actually messed with that at all i noticed it in pypha i noticed it um in certain kill mails that i saw like you know what is this abyssal thing and i looked a little bit into it and it seems like it's a mechanic from like other games where you can re-roll certain aspects of uh modules yeah. attributes and there's a chance you can fuck up some parts but gain another so it's a small module customization but since it's my understanding is that since it's like um you do it on mods that you have you can't like sell it's not like a mod you can't like list a bunch of mods on the market right it's like super no i just junk them yeah so the eve community being the eve community <laughs> has come out with some tools to assist people in buying and selling these so there's a website um that is basically like a you know like with sliders to adjust the stats so like let's say Let's say you're doing like an XL ASB battle cruiser and you're like, oh fuck, I can't quite fit this ASB. I don't want to sacrifice a rig slot for an ansil. Let's say you're over PG, right? You can literally go on the website and set the filter to the to the power grid you need and then see what's on there. You can one click import that, that into PIFA, that module. You can yeah. one click ESI link it so it opens up the contract in game. Um, so there are tools, because you're right, you have to list them on contracts. So it's it's kind of bulky. But it they're super cool. And you mentioned another game thing. When they first announced this, people were calling them like uh, Vol Orbs from Path of Exile. That's basically what they are. It's right? exactly what you, they are. I don't know if you guys have played Path of Exile, but it it's you can do neat things. You don't have to like min-max for these mods that are super crazy. But some some mods, like Ansel reps, they're really cheap to roll. So you can spend a couple hundred mil and roll 10 of them. And and what you can do with those sometimes is pretty crazy. Like, like especially ASPs. Yeah, you'd be surprised what you can pull off with those. Because a lot of stuff you could you could pick a mod that say you need, I mean, I've been finding a lot of frigs lately, but like say I need to have little power grid usage. I can roll a bottom tier afterburner, put a uh, high tier um, abyssal on it, and I can end up with a full T2 or better afterburner with the fitting of the the shitty version, which means I don't have a problem. I don't have any drawbacks. Same thing with I have a stack of 100 mil plates. I know they're bad, but they're rolled to have 200 mil HP with 100 mil fitting, which is pretty good for a frigate. That's crazy. Uh, I had, I had no, I mean, I knew that we'd always come up with tools and stuff like, you know, Pypha and all these other things outside the game to do that. But uh, I wasn't sure uh, it was a really good way to do it other than buying the mods yourself and rolling it. But if uh, if what you're saying is that, like, you can 
basically like spec out a mod how you want and then request it and then people will fill that order or something that's that's pretty cool yeah it's like people put the contract up and then it it gets put onto this marketplace website basically there's also a very popular discord um discord where, is super active yeah super active where there's literally that there's like a a request section a sell order section like a price check section it's you know what man and like as broken as some things are like the bargus we mentioned earlier like those things all have <laughs> abyssal scrams these recons that people are fighting small gangs with they all have abyssal webs and abyssal long points abyssal scrams and the range they get is getting you know just stupid crazy yeah super hard to fly against but uh they're still good for the game and and this is an interesting fact that doesn't get mentioned a lot though and i believe it was ccp rise that said when this feature was being launched like well the way it works is it's not actually modifying like the hard stat it's like a slider right so they can go back and readjust so let's say they they decide that some of the warp disruptors out there are way too crazy abyssal warp disruptors they can just change the the slider numbers and every abyssal warp disruptor in game will be affected so like there's, the no, there's no like yeah there's no like legacy abyssal mods if they make changes yeah that's so a it's good, that's a good point yeah yeah so it's it's basically like they haven't made any adjustments to just to be clear i don't think they've made one adjustment to the film to the um not yet whatever they're called the the mutaplasmids that's what they're mm -hmm. called the, the item that allows you to roll the the thing but yeah how about but like have you guys had any problems with capitals since you came back like wh when you when you left the game were capitals an issue like getting caps dropped on you when I left, the biggest thing at the time was the neural network caps was still a thing. And they hadn't been nerfed yet. And that was pretty, pretty uh, anti-roamer friendly. Because you'd be flying around, you'd warp to a gate. Maybe they have a bubble, maybe they don't. But there's a citadel on the same grid. And there's a carrier sitting on the grid. With his drone, with his fighters out, he's like, "Oh, by the way, there you are. You're locked and you're popped." And uh, that made it really difficult to roam around at anything bigger than a destroyer, really. Yeah. Uh, and I left shortly after that, just because I, I there was nothing in it for me anymore at that point. Well, was that like the Skynet era where like Nix yeah, would be assigned exactly. to like hyenas and stuff like that, and there was literally nothing you can do? Was that was that that crap? exactly? You you jump into a system, be locked by whatever surrogate frigate, and then you'd be you'd explode. Yeah, yeah, but this would be like Skynet, like like two or three point right? Because this would be the post uh, capital rebalance ones, not like the 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 pre cap rebalance Skynet that was like a meme. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I haven't run into it as anywhere near as many cabs because of the sign up changes. Um, I think I've got dropped once, and uh, yeah, since then never. Yeah, this, this is music to my ears. I love Actually, this. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's... that I, I I've been saying for like years that like the issue with like that of of constantly getting dropped was that signos were just you. Any ship with high slot and fitting for it and cargo hold for it could be like an entire cap fleet. And I thought that was always stupid. And I want to say like during my CSM and probably every CSM before that, like some at least one person probably had to mention that like something needs to change with the Sino mod itself. And 
Uh, I kind of like what they did. Uh, I, I'd expect that null blocks, maybe some people who are like really into massive cap deployments probably bitched and whined at the, at the thought of having to have a recon or a, or a black, I don't know who's using black ops to do that, but, um, <laughs> but having at least a recon, like be a guaranteed loss. Um, but I, I haven't heard, I haven't seen like too many posts or stuff about maybe it was like a lot of whining before, but then when it hit, it ended up working out. Okay. That's basically what happened. Actually, a lot of whining. There was some drama over the, um, the way jump freighters are moved around. So they actually brought back, uh, like they made a new sino due to player feedback right off the bat the before this actually change happened. Yeah. To get the industrial sinos. But, um, I mean, and you, you mentioned the black ops thing, but, uh, after uh, me and my courtmates were filamenting around about a month and a half ago, without any luck, we ran into a bait redeemer that we tackled and promptly got dropped on by test. But uh, it was yeah, it was pretty funny. So they are out there, but usually it's like a meme bait thing. Oh, yeah, I've never ever ran into that, so that's got to be super rare. Yeah, uh, it is. Like a couple, maybe a month ago, uh, in Almake, uh we got kind of baited into a. Uh, bomb, a bomber's bar gang. I think it was a bomber's bar gang, and belt three one. They didn't really kill anything, but uh, they definitely showed up. That was nice, a black yeah. ops drop, right? So it could be on uh, the thing that tackled you. Could be you know, many more things can have a black ops sino now than can have a uh, regular sino. Yeah, mm -hmm. and black ops can also go to industrial sino too. Something to I used about. to be afraid to tackle like a recon or something that I thought was bait, not because it was bait for like a big tank, just because it, it may be a Sino. I was like, oh, that Arazi there, that'd be pretty, pretty tasty, but I don't trust his high slots. So yeah, you guys have narrowed down that you can, it, it makes roaming a lot, you, you're a lot less paranoid when you're doing it because now it's not like every single fucking ship is, is a cap fleet waiting to drop on you. It's now, you have much more narrow set of, of ships that you have to maybe consider that, oh, is this a bait? Is this a drop? So mm -hmm. I, I really like it. I've, I, I haven't had a, a single, I've had one cap dropped on me and that was because my computer crashed and I was sitting in space in fucking goon space and they managed to drop me in the time it took me to restart my computer. But I've built a new yeah. computer now, so that will not happen again. <laughs> Nice. So this kind of leads us into this this question. And uh, I think this is something everyone tends to do is kind of have rose colored glasses about about what a thing was like, what, it you know, back in the day when they were maybe more active or more, you know, having more fun or whatever. But straight up, uh, you guys came back to Eve. Is it worth it? Like, let's just answer that. Have you enjoyed your 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 coming back so far? So far, yes, I have enjoyed my coming back to it. Although I have had to change my, I guess, play style, but that might be more to do with the time zone that I can play. Because sure. I, I used to play from like, I don't know, I have tons of time. My streams are like six hours, seven hours long. I just like sit there, drink, and play from like eight to four in the morning or something on a Friday night because I had nothing better to do. But now, you know, I have a life. I have a, I have things to do. I got I got a girl to entertain. So that can't be done. But I mean, it's 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 something that 
I think there's still something there for people if they were thinking of coming back. If even yeah. if it takes a month to to find it. And how about you, Hyde? Um, so I don't think I would have come back. There was nothing pushing me to come back until this COVID stay at home, don't go outside thing happened. <laughs> and uh, after a probably a couple weeks of just not being able to go outside and be a real adult like I was after I quit Eve, uh, that itch started scratch. You know, I had to scratch that itch again, and uh, I started like you know looking Reddit a little bit. I downloaded Pyfo, which is probably where I've had more fun than anything else. Just, <laughs> so just uh, <laughs> downloaded. You downloaded Pyfo before you redownloaded the Eve client. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I didn't restart. I didn't restart my clients or anything. You know, I was just like, That's okay, amazing. let me around it. Like yeah, I I love I love Pyfo love it, probably dude. more than the actual game. But, um, That's awesome. It's uh. Uh, yeah, I, I have a little bit more mixed feelings. I don't think I've had a good fight since I've come back or a fight that I was like, oh, shit, you know, that, that really got... Well, that's, that's not really the point, weird. is it? Yeah, no, it's, it's it's not. But, uh, like, experiencing the new stuff, uh, just theory crafting, I think, is, is really interesting, especially for people that have been around the game for ages. There's, I mean, we were just talking about the, the Abyssal stuff, which opens up a whole new world of theory crafting no longer is it like you know like everybody that was really into ship fitting had all their stats memorized and you know what you can get away with on a ship or not or, or how much you're going to have to part with in terms of isk to to upgrade a module for faction and as they've done more and more um tier siding that's that's changed a lot of uh of fitting as well so yeah i've really enjoyed like theory crafting fits and then like within a week of me uh re actually resubbing they dropped this patch about this 15 percent damage buff to void hail conflag <laughs> and rage and then the you know the resist nerf which scales i guess up to 20 percent depending on what ship mm -hmm. or mods you're doing and that uh that really threw i like had to actually delete just all my old fits <laughs> on my computer because nice. it wasn't, wasn't even worth trying to tinker with them anymore um but yeah, I'd, I'd say the theory crafting is interesting. I'd say that there's a lot of potential there, but I don't know if, uh, kind of what Prom said, like I may have to just do something else in Eve. Um, I think there's a lot in the game to be experienced uh, and try, and I don't know if solo roaming in battleships. I, I feel like I've I've done that for so many years, and I did my kind of I achieved my goals in terms of making the videos. I would I always wanted to do the videos and follow in the footsteps of people like Prom and all the other great video makers in the history of this game. But I, I, I've kind of done that. I've exhausted it. Uh, I tried it again recently and it wasn't really doing doing it for me. So I'm, I'm as long as this COVID thing is going on and well, now it's mass riots in the US. So uh, <laughs> it's just one yeah. thing after another. It's just I'm going to stay subbed while there's <laughs> while the world is ending. So yeah, I, I'm not saying you should go mining, or anything, but like maybe scale down a little bit. I, we were just talking in the in the regular old Discord that like there's only as far as BS goes, there's probably not that many truly viable ones that you could really use. I, I feel like the, the micro jump drives helped a lot for battleships, but then you can't really run those on on all of them. But I just yeah. Like battleships are just like, I feel like every time I fly a battleship, it's like everyone's got an hour to decide what to do while I warp to the next gate. 
and then yeah, it's like by the time I get there, it's like, well, <laughs> they've made some like quality of life changes, and some of these have been like things that were proposed ages ago, like even as far back, like yeah. even my CSM term, like they finally got around after like 50 people yelled at them to do it. Uh, not yelled at them, obviously, but like, you know, CCP moves extremely slowly on stuff. And half the battle during at least my CSM was even just convincing them to like re-implement a dedicated balance team. And I'm yeah. happy to see that like Rise and Team Talos are a thing and they're kind of tweaking things a little bit more than they were before. Um, I just feel like a lot of stuff in, on their end doesn't really work in step. Like there's some things that would have been great to have years ago, but don't make much sense now or vice versa. Like you think, oh yeah, back in, if this, if this is how ships were back in the day, then we wouldn't have to worry about this. Or if, uh, we had how things worked back then now, it wouldn't be an issue now like everyone complains about speed creep and all that it's like we've been there before yeah, <laughs> yeah. cyclical like, like, it's all relative yeah. it's cyclical so, so one thing like, i've heard people kind of say a lot is that the general player base uh is higher skill than it has has been in the past would you guys agree or disagree with that i would disagree because i live in low sec currently fair oof that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot Hyde. of shame. How about you, Hyde? Um, I I'll go the opposite. I'll say it's increased maybe just from like selection bias of like people that have stuck around with Eve through the last couple of years. I've probably that makes more sense. Skilled. And I'd yeah, say maybe okay. a skill point thing since the skill injector thing that happened when I towards the end of when I was last playing. Um, that I think has allowed a lot more characters to, you know, if people have the ISK or the money, that it's no longer like a limiting factor in terms of what people can fly. So I've been running into people who's, you know, if I show info on their character, back in the day, you'd be like, oh shit, this guy's like an 03 character, like be on guard, right? But now it's like, shit, this guy's character is from like 2019 and he's rolling in like a faction battleship. <laughs> it's because he's, he's skill yeah. injected. Right, exactly. So it's, um, that's interesting. I think uh, so. In terms of highest skill points, I'd say there's probably more. There's more people that are flying more stuff than they would have otherwise. Um, and I never assume that a character's age means they can they're good at flying their ship. I mean, look at mine, my age. But... <laughs> nice. <laughs> that definitely <laughs> brought back some nostalgia. I don't remember the last time I actually showed info to try to figure out how good or how much skill points this guy. Yeah, had, I was, right. I was used thinking to be... the same thing. That yeah, used to be think, the first thing you do. I think the the biggest thing, like I said, in regard to low sec is, I guess maybe because I'm looking for more, I try and find more of like an individual fight or a small gang situation, whereas a bad fit or a bad pilot sticks out a lot more than when you got a big gang of people. It doesn't really matter how bad ship ships are fit or how bad the pilots are. It's just you have the numbers to overcome that nonsense but i mean especially low sec it's a tad like being so close to empire the first step people make into ooh unsafe space is to low sec so you get a lot of people who are fit um how should i say poorly mm. not because they're bad just because they don't know better or they've never experienced it or whatever and compared to the or compounded by the fact that in especially for faction warfare, 
you can get away with a lot of really bad fits and win. Like you slide into a, a plex and it you can win just with I don't know, you lock someone, they explode. It's just you can get away with a lot by doing nothing. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you're good, doesn't mean you're bad, it just means the the skill level doesn't seem as high as it needs to be. But I don't know how you would fix that. That's fair. Uh, people flying solo and in small gang has always encouraged like more independence and actual learning of like ship fitting and learning skill. The, the the larger the gang or the fleet gets, you know, the less you're actually doing or the less you ever even have to think. Yeah. To where I think, and, and that's always been the case. Like in these massive fleets, the only one doing any kind of fucking brain power is is the you know maybe the anchor, maybe like the logi SC, maybe the target caller and the actual FC, but. Um, you know, the line members might as well be bots, and it'd actually probably be more efficient for the FC for them to actually be <laughs> true. Because they they might listen. Much, so. uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. Like, I, I started playing Eve. Uh, I knew a guy when I was in college who got me to, like, actually get past the trial period of Eve, and he got me into, like, a a, a blue corp to, to Bob. And there was no explaining how how fits were beneficial or whatever. It's like, okay, you're flying this. This is what you fit on it. This like do this, do this, do this. Don't ask kind of questions. There's no there's no background on how tracking is, how how webs work, how tackle works. Nothing. Just fly that. Stay in the gang. Listen to the orders. Because it's already been theory crafted by somebody that's taken into account what they want the tracking to be. Well, you know, it just it just takes half the game in my opinion out of your hands when you're flying some doctrine ship in a fight but i mean that's that is for some yeah. some people enjoy that that's that's fine and i i mean well yeah there's nothing against doctrine ships but at that point like you're not you don't necessarily learn how things work in eve like when's the last time you looked you were going to get into a fight and you looked at someone's ship to see what like, they had fit. yeah see, like, uh... <laughs> Like, oh, what's this ship's resist hole, or what does this ship even do? Well, never mind that. Like, I kind of know that. Like, if I see whatever kind of ship, I kind of know what the resist hole is going to be, what kind of yeah. ammo to load. But I mean, is he running the standard fit, like the standard PvP fit, or has he got something weird going on? Like, I'll still look at a ship to see what he's got fit on it. Oh, you oh, mean I like do. the physical? I thought you meant like a show info. No, no, no. Like, actually, like, look at it. Like, if yep, I see yeah, a Vexer, I check it every time just to see if it's got newts or, or turrets. That's another habit as well. Like you got to check the hard points. You can tell, like you know, are they running? You know, are they running this launcher versus this launcher? Are they running like some meme small gun? Yeah, that's something I would do. But uh, yeah, you still you still got to look at each ship for sure. Well, some of it's su super obvious. Like let's look at the Brudix, right? Or Brudix, Brudix <laughs> Navy, right? So like rail Brudix and a blaster Brudix, like you're gonna fight them very differently. And and you know, they're polar opposites because the, the rail Brudix kites really well and the blaster Brudix is a fucking brick and deals, you know, no damage outside of 10 kilometers. So, like, you know, that's a, a great example of a ship where, like, literally just looking at it, looking at the turrets, you're, you know, you're going to know. They both, that they both have the same solution. Abyssals have changed that quite a bit, too. Like, there's so yeah. many more meme fits that are available because fitting, you can just open up loads of fitting and do all kinds of new things. So I've had to relearn what, what ships can do with abyssals also. If you guys could, in in like a, a yay or nay, like is Eve better now than it was in the past? Yes or no? Uh, from my perspective, I'm going to 
currently give it a tentative no just because I'm not getting the same quality or, or kind of fights I used to get. That's not to say they're not out there. But like I said, I, I don't play in the same time zone I used to. So I could just be missing it all. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably say that you're not. Like It's, it's probably a around-the-clock thing that, that the fights of old aren't, aren't really happening as much. They're very different now. Who knows? They've got more expensive ships now. We'll find something. Would you agree, Casper? Yeah, I think that Solo, I'm going to, uh, you both are going to hate me, but I think that Solo is much too hard now. With Abyssals, with everyone, and this is, in my opinion, everyone has perfect skill points now. Just if you're out flying, I just take it for granted that they have perfect skills in that ship. And that just makes everything so much harder. And I think that Solo is so hard to do now. Like, I applaud you guys that try to do it, but holy hell, you're going to be out there for hours and hours trying to find a good fight because somebody's just going to blob you. I really think that you need two, you, you absolutely need an alt. And I think you need two or three people now to have the kind of fights that you guys could find before in the same amount of time looking. I do wish the blackout come back. Yeah, that's another topic in in, in of itself. Oof. Yeah, but 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 Hyde, how about you? Yay or nay on the? Uh, is he better now than it was before? I'll go the same direction. I think I think it's worse for solo in terms of the people you're going to be fighting against and the types of fights you're going to be getting. I'd say Eve is better in terms of just the sheer number of features and mechanics and quality of life stuff that's been implemented over the course of this game's, you know, like 15, 16, whatever, what are we at, 17 years history now? Sure, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much stuff that was really, really tedious to do back in the day, but now, you know, there's, uh, there's lots of uh, shortcuts and quality of life changes that make it easier. Um, but unfortunately, I don't know if it's the, it's the age of the game's uh, population, like people are just more experienced, like what Casper was saying, but I, I think solo is like, and especially the type of solo I do is basic, or, or I used to do, I guess, is like pretty much impossible. Uh, and if it is, it's like pure coincidence. It has nothing to do with like you being able to set up the field correctly or like, you know, set up fights correctly. It's really like even more luck of the draw than it was before. And I'd have to agree with Casper that like now at minimum you need like maybe where solo was when I was doing it is now probably where like micro Pico gang is now. Um, you just, you just need multiple people. This is no way, uh, at least in the couple, you know, the couple dozen roams that I've done recently, it's just, it's just dead. Like yeah, maybe I'll frag some, like some idiot, like I did the other day, like some, some Cinnabol just like approached me when I was in a balcony <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I felt bad. I almost wanted to let him go because I don't like, know. What, what, are, what are you doing? Why? Why? Um, but yeah, I just <laughs> nice. needed the shit out of him and fragged him. And I was like, okay, that was, that was boring. But see, that didn't do anything for me because I'm like fragging one people or a couple people where there's no challenge to it. It's really boring. But um, the fights that I used to get that I used to make videos about, I, I just haven't had them and I don't know if I ever will. Um, so I'm looking for like, uh, as long as, I'm, I'm still playing for the short term. I'm looking to try different things. Well, I mean, one thing, so I'll just kind of, since you guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume you haven't been listening to our podcast since you haven't even playing the game. But uh, one, like the main reason that, that we started this podcast was to promote small gang and solo and just, just play styles that aren't large groups. Um, anything from, you know, like 
small groups that are blopsing on things to you know faction warfare to solo to like nano gang and uh our discord server has like almost a thousand people in it now it's obscene yeah i don't even know how it got that big but there are a pretty good group of people that um are kind of doing like pick up small gang fleets so you can just like head in the looking for roam channel and just say like hey man i'm looking to like you know i came back to even i want to try nano gang or i want to try like two three man gangs and is anyone filamenting and just like i don't know that'd be my suggestion if especially if none of your core friends are, are playing right now i don't know if they are or not but you know just like grab someone and try and roam and like do the two three four man, man stuff because that's my favorite gameplay absolutely like less than five is is where i enjoy the game most that might be the way to go because i mean way way back is like uh when i was in genos that was the thing we did small small gangs the the blasted tyrannus gangs was was our thing and it just became being all one core people would just avoid us and that kind of ruined the fun like i if I tried to solo my own, it's like, oh no, man, he's with he's with Genos. He's got a gang with them. It's like that kind of yeah. took it out. And that was the whole reason I had my own corp and I just did my own thing. But you might be on something if you just have a random group of folks yeah, and room together. People typically will like form up in Gita and then just, you know, filament out. It's it's yeah. It's easy because uh like I've even done some public ones. We did one where um I was just like, yeah, as many people as we can. And then we got, we had 15 people. So we split up into three, five man filaments and off we went. And it was really entertaining because uh, we were in a, a in-game channel together and different comms, obviously, but we were like posting lost mails and kills and like seeing what region each person, each group kind of got to. And all the East. It, <laughs> uh, not, not all, but yeah, there is definitely some East, but yeah, I don't know, man. That's what I would suggest guys. Uh, but I'm very biased. So. It's definitely an option, and uh, as you said, there's like no shortage of resources between channels and discords, and uh, now the filaments thing make it really easy to do. Uh, like the hesitation I'd have, and this doesn't apply to everybody, and I highly suggest other people that were maybe really big into solo try what you're saying, but I feel like solo for me was like the peak of like difficulty in Eve. It was like the most like self abusive like really really polish your it's true i never really got really that good at it i would say like i was like a c-tier like solo pvp -er at best and like there's people that were skill wise that were way above me um and even video makers way 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 above me i was just like started off as some like retard just trying to like make videos and uh ended up becoming a little bit bigger than i ever thought but the uh now that i've done that it's like going to me like going back to small gang is like taking the game from legendary difficulty back down to like 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 heroic or normal or like you know like like it's like you have other people to rely on like that's just such a change for me i feel like some like hermit that's crawled out of the mountains of wales where like was praying to garmin in a corner somewhere and now like <laughs> come back to the light and it's like what people can like tackle for you what you can have like you know dedicated people to do this role that's it's just trying to do everything yourself and then going back to small gang is like a huge i don't know i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to meditate upon that subject yeah. for quite a while you could you could also think of it this way because it's uh it almost in a way it adds another challenge because you now have to bring communication into as a factor right and and man like if it's people that i've flown a lot with like uh shout out to like jocastus and amnaria 
Um, I've known those guys for a while now and I've been roaming with them quite a bit, just like the three of us or one other person. And it's like a world of difference if I'm with those guys where we almost know how the other person is gonna react and you almost don't even have to say stuff. And it's this really neat, um, like cohesive kind of thing that's happening. and it sounds super nerdy, like super lame, but but it's true. And, and uh, when I fly with other people, like maybe just people that I, I'm doing a pickup gang with or whatever, um, you often don't have that. And it can be it can be frustrating, right? Where like somebody does something that you don't think they should do or you thought they were going to react the obvious way and they reacted a different way. And now you're in a tough spot. Um, it's it's pretty interesting. I really like that dynamic, but I don't get me wrong. Uh, you are 100% correct that solo is the ultimate hard mode. I, again, completely agree. Solo, I could never do it. The only way I could do it was with like, you know, four Titan links on an Amamaki and a Slasher, pretending like I was good, but just pretty much cheating. Um, the small gang thing that I think is really cool that, you know, if you guys take a part of it, is how to uh, kind of look engageable but still be able to take fights and then how to increase that fight and, and add one or two people in to make sure that the person you're fighting you know doesn't just run be like oh crap they brought too much and leave make yourself still look engageable and make them think they can still kill you while still engaging up to like you know bring five people in by the end of it and seeing if you can get them to bring 20 or 30 and because obviously going in there killing one people, as Hyde said, that that's no fun. But what you do want is a, a fight where you feel like you know you've been pushed to your limit. Again, super nerdy. Everyone's played their role like to perfection, and you do like a three to five on thirty guys, and you just dismantle them. And if you just jump in all at once, they're just gonna run. Where if you don't bring enough, you just get blobbed. And how to you know upscale that one by one by one is, is a skill that I think is super underrated and some corps are really really good at it you know knock on wood i think our corp is excellent at it you guys are the best in the game at it i think that's a skill that that you know people need to learn and it's a new it's not solo it's not elite chess or feathering but it's a skill in its own that i think that you know should be learned by a lot of people and it's not brawl friendly as both (laughs) mr hyde and i both love to brawl yeah and brawling is not escalation friendly in any way because you're talking about basic uh engageability and then escalation right so those two things Mm -hmm. like i've i've had to deal with because like prior to doing solo like i used to run with quote unquote like i guess like more not elite but like low like low set groups that were very very selective in like the people they ran with and like the fits they would use and stuff so like rooks and kings shadow of the federation wolf's brigade like these these like mm-hmm. low tech groups that like did like pioneered a lot of like the triage stuff that ended up in like the you know the videos and like pioneered like really blinged out guardian uh gangs and logi and stuff like that so i got that coordination and that 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 stuff that you're talking about much earlier in in eve before i hit solo um but did somebody just kill a Maracha? <laughs> Seriously? Or is that an old I just saw this. Or is that I are you watching a, a video? No, it's uh, is... posted in your this Discord. Stitch just posted it. Is that old? We all paused to look. Uh... No, it's today. Ooh. Oh, dude. A big PvP. Ringus lost his Rengus. rip. Oh, he brought it. He did the Abyssal Proving Ground. Oof. That's his second one, technically lost in Abyssal, by the way. He lost a fiend that didn't show up on the kill boards. 
because neither their neither Oof. guys had their things on there. And so this is his second one lost in the abyss. Isn't this the best podcast when you have <laughs> in real time die and right. have people oh. give live commentary? Dang, rest in peace. Yeah. I was going to say, I was, gonna, I was thinking about jumping into that abyss of PvP. Yeah, what is oh. it? Can, can somebody explain that? This is so, going to be a podcast okay, so, guys explain to me what's happening in this game. So... Abyssal. So, um, so on the last episode, one of the CSM candidates that we had on Torvald. That's like all he does, and I, I really like his uh, take on it because he flies not necessarily super blingy stuff. He flies different stuff. He's, He's the one fucking, that flies Orthruses, right? Yeah, he flies a lot of Orthrus. He flies Phantasm. Um, but you can imagine one v one. The meta is super stale. So when they launched Ikatursas, they just became, you know, the the mass the like the mastership in there. It's it's tough. So you either fly an Ikatursa and try and be competitive, or these like niche curses or other, you know, Serb does okay, I believe. But uh, but the meta is very established, and there's not a large quantity of people that are doing it. But the way it works is you go into at least the tier three or above uh, Abyssal filament site, and then um at the end of the site you run the site and at the end there's like a gate that will bring you into the the pvp room essentially so once one person spawns into the pvp room now they're it's kind of like that's like the cue button and somebody yeah. else clicks clicks the gate and they enter the room now you're fighting so you've got to grind through some pve before you get into the waiting room mm -hmm. and then some some yes. weird pve but a but a level three PV uh, filament is is fairly easy. Uh, the, yeah. the, like that aspect isn't really a restriction on your fit too much. Like even a like a no like a, a only drone damage curse like with minimal DDAs can run a level three abyss for an, as an example. So is this CCP like backtracking on the whole instant content thing? Because if this is like it's a true one v one, you're saying right? Like only one person. Yeah, completely it is true. a true one v one, and it's it. Uh, there's even a time limit on it. Um, oh. you, both if there's a, like a stalemate, they have a resistance drop. And then if it keeps going, like there's a timer on that site, I believe, isn't there, where it just blows up and both people die. Mm -hmm. I think so, it's 20 minutes. So yeah, so it's, it's very, um, you know, it's very interesting that way. And what you said with the uh, instance PvP was, was a big deal when this happened. And a lot of people, myself included, think they should open it up because they have another filament uh, type of abyssal PVE for frigates, and it's <laughs> you're gonna love this one, Hyde. And it's it's three, <laughs> it's groups of three, so it's like a, you go in with a group of three. And uh, I mean, most people who've played Eve like on a competitive tournament kind of level are a fan of this because you know you guys you guys are smart players. You can just guess that the meta is going to be much better in three v three frigates than one v one cruisers, right? Oh, so, I don't know about that. Oh, okay. So you're saying okay. So I, I misunderstood that. So right now, the the level three one you're taking, what? It's like a filament, like the needle jack thing. You go and do the site. It's off in some yep. random system somewhere, and abyssal space. It's like a new space that you okay. can't get to. It's like a. It's an instance. Okay, yeah. so it's an instance. So it could be yeah, right, and then yep. right now it's limited to what. To, Tech one pirate, uh, any cruiser. No, tech, no, no strategic cruisers. Right, just T two and below cruisers. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. So it's even more instance than I thought. Wow. Yes, uh, it's very instance. And the, and the other one. <laughs> this is yeah breaking my bit of it. Uh, tendencies come out. Yeah. Um. 
it's it's interesting but uh i mean and like i said it's a small group of people that ended up sticking with it but uh yeah sniper I mean, bros is one of the best and sniper bros is i should i always yeah. look and see what kind of fits people are flying because it is kind of interesting step but one yeah. by gila rip can you imagine that dude when he like heard because there's a big noise right like when someone comes into the room and you just see a fucking maracha Oh, you know he stood oh up in his god. chair. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Ringus well, yeah, just spoke me. He said he's a good fight, so he he's not down on it. That's good. The <laughs> way you play his min max stuff, I'm not surprised that it's shifted into a super stale meta, unless they like make these change up uh, on a regular basis, or uh, what you said, like open it up to being more than 1v1s um it almost reminds me of like the like on the test server back in the day you'd have like all those different beacons i don't know if it still exists but it'd be like the free-for-all beacon like the cruises and below 1v1 beacon and like when you were poor or were bored you'd go on the test server and you'd fit out ships and you'd like 1v1 people like super honorable style but even that would get stale because if you know it's a 1v1 you're going to fit your ships a certain way. You're not going to fit proper tackle like you would if you're roaming. Yeah. Uh, and that really, like, the emergent nature of roaming for solo makes it, it forces people to, like, fit what I consider properly. Otherwise, you're just going to get all these meme fits and uh, it's not going to be, it's not going to be, like, real PvP, I guess. Yeah, that, that kind of circles back to our, our zero zero roaming thing. Because I was going to say, Zero zero roaming against people who live in null stack space now is not the same because you have folks who have a, a station every freaking planet in every system. They can fit some garbage, like a like say a buffer fit. They just fly and attack you, warp to their station, rep up, and then come back. But like if you're roaming, like you and I, you gotta bring everything with you. You gotta be probably active tank you gotta have enough cat pushes you gotta have enough ammo yep but for an abyssal space basically you're min maxing to complete the site less so on the tier threes but then you don't have a, a warp scram maybe just a web if even that and then your tank does this force uh, everybody to go through the so you have to go through the pv to get to the pvp but does that mean mm -hmm. that you have to participate no, you can leave at no. the end of your PvP. Okay, so it's, it's only the people they do, who want to be there, right? Kind of. They do have additional loot in the PvE room, and there are people that do it in hopes that no one's going to show up, and no one showing up does happen. Yeah, You're saying nobody shows up in the PvP room? Yep, like one person queues into it, they're in the room, and if no one else comes in, then you get the loot. Because there's this like loot cache that opens for the winner essentially this, right this is so instance how how did they how did i'm, I'm just shocked at ccp i mean i, yeah. I guess i should have i should have known because after they did i was shocked when they did the alpha clones thing in my csm um because when they announced that i was just i was like holy shit they just this is one of the core tenets of eve that you have to be subbed and you know your skill points are what they are you can buy a different character but you can't fuck with that and yeah when they changed all that, I'm like, oh, this is a whole new age. But they went one step further, and now this instance. I, mean, I think this I think it's interesting for sure. I mean, like at a game this a this age, they've got to become more and more radical with their changes to like keep it fresh. So, but to, to take well, it I, back, there in there was whispers of this happening back when I was on CSM. Yeah, like something like this. Mm -hmm. 
So they, I they think had that, the plans. Yeah, and I think the like the 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 goal in what I see is is just and it's kind of obvious, right? Is player base is getting older, you know, we need to have some aspect, something to do for people that can only log in for like an hour or an hour and a half, right? Where they, you know, aren't going to spend that time fitting a ship and roaming 30 jumps to try and get content and then have to log out, right? Like, yeah, like, and that's the same aspect of filaments. It's not instance per se. It's like this weird uh, middle ground where it's like linked to like broader Eve. It's not instance, but it, it's quick content, hopefully. It cuts out is, the it cuts out the most tedious part, which is like mm-hmm. well, you know the part getting to the fight. It puts you uh, straight into the action. It may not be the action you wanted, but it's action. So <laughs> yeah. instant mining. Oh yeah. Oh god, you, you want to hear an interesting story? I'm already derailing this uh, outline <laughs> after this podcast, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's all good, dude. So that, I that line is just it's a loose outline. Uh, they introduced <laughs> these. Uh, Concord ships, right? This is another one of the things they had, and it's like the limited issue, like the there's just three, right? There's the the Marshall, uh, the Covenant Ops, the yeah, the Covenant yeah. Ops, the Recon, and then the Black Ops, right? I don't so, think they're limited. Are they? I thought they were given out as like FanFest. Um, so the, there so they, were, yeah, they ahead. were, and now they are rewards for the in-game science thing. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, if, uh, if you if you grind out that like uh, that science thing, where you click the things a whole bunch and you do that oh. for like a whole bunch of time, you get top tier. You you get a uh, a, a Marshall BPC one and like count. Yeah, yeah, it's a one time thing. Oh, interesting. Okay, uh, I thought I thought initially maybe it's from what I know back when they were talking about this is that I thought it was going to be a fan fest reward, but um, so that had an interesting mechanic on it that. I didn't know how to feel about when, like, several years ago, when I heard about this, was that I know where this is going. Yeah, the rapid, <laughs> the, the security rapid, status link. Yep. The, yeah, the yep. link to the security status. So, like, you can get like a better than like on a Marshall. You know, Black Ops are usually like you know they have pretty gimped fitting. The tank, the EHP is pretty low, but it's like the trade off for having the jump drive and the cloak, uh, right? So now you've got this the Marshall, and it's like um, I don't even think it should be in the same class as the the rest of the black ops because it just blows them out of the water in terms of like what it can do it has a great slot layout it can do anything you want it to and then it has this omni bonus as long as you've got this high sex status to get the efficiency to either shield boosters or armor reps so i was like okay um <laughs> let me let me start grinding up towards this and yes um so in between my filament rooms for pvp I was like, I'm getting put out in all these ratting systems. So why don't I like while I'm, oh, you know, I like I like trolling. I like trolling the shit out of uh, bots and ratters. I've actually reported a ton of bots, and I get these like emails from CCP. Isn't that fucking like, satisfying? Your action has led to a yeah, because they're so fucking obvious. Like if you've been playing this game long enough, you know when it's a bot, right? Like, <laughs> uh, and you know, I hate to say it, but like I guess with this like the introduction of like the Serenity people into this game, like the Chinese, oh my god, they're gone now. So obvious. Are they? They're completely gone. Yeah, well, uh, officially they're supposed to be gone. Well, I don't Is think it? they're supposed to be. Well, I don't think that technically they're never supposed to be here because I don't think. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Like. It, it you know that country has some pretty different uh, rules on that kind of stuff and but serenity is opened now again reopened okay. so in theory you know people would go back but i don't think it's happened um 
anywhere near that level. Some people are probably playing both. I've heard uh, some of the people that run those groups on podcasts kind of saying that they're going to be playing on both now. Interesting. Yeah. But I, I found a way to like, you know, when I was roaming and I couldn't find people to actually fight, you know, I was screwing around with some bots. I managed to kill some of the more poorly programmed ones. I managed to find a series of bots that for some reason will accept your fleet invite. So then you warp to them and warp them to a planet and then just kill them. <laughs> um, it's been, that was, uh, it's pretty boring because the fight's not interesting, but I like the rage in local and then copy pasting into Google Translate to see what they're saying. And then putting Taiwan number one in local and just being a troll. <laughs> but we, uh, I ended up like yeah. fragging, you know, like in between all these systems, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, I'll frag, I'll frag a rat and then keep, keep roaming. And I actually managed to grind my way up to plus 5.0 sex status. So my idea for what I'm gonna Eight be- Eight months later. <laughs> <laughs> it actually didn't take long. It took maybe two and a half, three weeks um, because they have this booster uh, that increases like your, they were giving them away because of these events that increase yeah, like your Yeah. Um, so anyway, I managed, I managed to do it. I went from negative 10, which I've always been at to plus five for the first time in my Eve career. It's a whole new world. Of things. And I can like, live in Jita now and like be lazy and not have to jump right out to my staging system. Um, but I was thinking of, d uh, doing some like solo black ops stuff. Um, what are you thought? Have you, any of you guys messed with any of that? I know there was a guy that did some really cool Black Ops videos like several years ago now. Bonar or Flight Leader, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, so I like, so straight up, I, I love that gameplay aspect. Um, but motherfucker, is it hard? Like, it, it, the requirement to do that successfully is spies in all the right places, um, blue scouting and flying really blingy shit i love it i love talking to those people i love following it but it's not really like my gameplay style i say this i have like a fucking eight billion discs in and high grade crystals that i like barely have used like I, that's how much i like it i, I want to do it but it's yeah it, the commitment is real man it the, is real the patience and like 36 hours of straight waiting for somebody yeah it, it's but incredible. i've already done this you see now this is this is the next step and <laughs> i'm not going backwards the small gang i'm going to the next level of <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yes get a so, hot get a hot dread just go listen to the hunter hunters episode and fucking watch out for asteros because von hole he's coming <laughs> on me now that I've outed myself right. on this podcast. He's, I'm but yeah, it. I mean, the Marshall is interesting because it uh, it's scary. It almost it, killed it is, my man. Amp. Yeah, they are scary. And you know, you mentioned the security status active tank thing, but uh, the more common fit is almost armor buffer. Like especially in low sec, they just like double, triple plate them like these just massive EHP bricks with with all the utility bonus tackle mods in the mids, right? Like. Yeah, I mean, I was just shocked when I saw the stats of it, and then I went nuts in Pyfa. I must have made like fifteen fits for this thing. You can do anything. It's like there's no yeah. other ship in the game that has like as many perfect bonuses for solo than than that ship. It can active tank whatever it want. Apparently, it can passive tank really well. Uh, it has tackle bonuses for both, you know, disruptors and webs. It's got it's yeah. incredible. It's ins it's insane. It's pretty slow though. Yeah, that's his downside. Other than cost. Yes. It's very slow. Yeah. When it comes yeah, to blops, yeah. I just wanna I just wanna have the nano panther thing, guys. Like I just I wanna <laughs> I just wanna have a nano panther. But anyway, um I mean if you should check out the video uh Lucy Lou Ibeast did um 
with with the marshal he flew like a cruise active shield fit. solo cruise no it's 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 gang but um yeah he had cruise missiles and uh it's Jesus. interesting because it's kind of this escalation thing we we're talking about where like where he was almost baiting the people into him because he had people behind a blops bridge that were going to come in and it wasn't like a, a fucking blobbing on their part like it was it was intense he rammed a fucking rattlesnake i believe or was it a macarial and was hard tackled during this and there's a lot of damage on field like it was a pretty ins- insane fight um but yeah marshall's super cool yeah uh i've got i already bought one and have it fitted up uh and I'm just I'm just impressed with like what that thing can do. Uh, but it's also super risky because I think the hull was like you know several bill, and then mm-hmm. the fits on top of that are probably double that. And now oh, it's expensive. Now now that you guys are kind of took me through this abyssal thing, I might actually have to rethink <laughs> some of the fit because honestly, school. abyssal stuff is a lot cheaper than just going by an officer or faction. You can get much much better stats for the esk by just trolling through that abyssal site and just the contracts especially if you have room to run a bricked mod so as an example like on your marshall you know cap use you could probably run a bricked cap use scram for example um maybe you have like enough cpu cpu is pretty tight on most fits but like pg is an example on some fits where like oh my god you have so much power grid like let me just run this fucking bricked ansel rep you know, and that has really yeah. good amount, but really shit fitting. Like, it, it, yeah, it, it's it's so like you're gonna when you start playing with this dude and look at the website that Casper linked in in Lounge, and uh, and start experimenting, man. It like it's another layer on top of Pypha. Well, it's just a shame all that... of your risk. Oh, I have so much. Very... <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, that's great. I'm gonna have to check that out. That's really cool. Um... Yeah, there's. I, I guess I, I might just. I just might end up theory crafting and maybe like whelping some stupidly tricked out blobs to some people. But that's kind of where I'm at in terms of gameplay. I, I might end up eventually if I stick with it. I might get the the small gang or the micro gang or pico whatever the the. <laughs> now, like, I don't know who was trying to make pico gang like the. the, the sounds like a Chester thing, if I'm honest. Oh, I don't remember who started it. <laughs> nice. Uh, that might be the the thing after, but yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of messing with the blobs for a little bit it, it the um the hunting part is really interesting because i had some experience of that i used to roll with rocket x and those nerds with the mm-hmm. super hunting and so i kind of know the level of autism it takes to sit and wait for 36 hours or more or months really uh to track people so i know that part but the the combat scanning and some of the other stuff that goes into some of this solo blobs hunting if you will is is really interesting yeah. and i feel like that's a challenge Somewhere there's a flight leader or Golnar video that he just goes through pretty much the hunt. The kill isn't Golnar, that big a deal, is, yeah. but yeah, oh yeah. my word, the, the preparation, the bait bubbles, scaring people into bubbles on purpose, you know, this, the stuff he could do was very, very cool. All the mind games, and there's so many like people just like trying to safely, especially with the Citadel spam that exists now, like people are even more blatant with like what they are, uh, are doing anomalies with. So I feel mm-hmm. like... Um, they yeah, just sit on the tether. Oh yeah. So here I am. You can't touch me. Uh, you want to leave so I can do my my nom? Perfect intel. You know that's. I, I think that's something. You know that's also kind of dragging the podcast in another direction. Now the <laughs> Citadel spam stuff is is slightly 
out of hand. I know they're trying to That's change. That's a fucking it. understatement, dude. It's, it's under, that's the understatement of the year, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it is absolutely fucking mental how how out of hand it is. That's like, the biggest thing, actually. The biggest change coming back to Eve. Like when I left Eve, it was like uh, Citadels were just the new thing. It's like, ooh, maybe there'll be a station every like once in a while. I'll be like, oh, I'll be like, uh, yeah. like a safe haven. And I come back like two, three years later. It's like, fucking my overview is completely swarmed with citadels. I got to turn it off. But you're an Amamaki too, aren't you? Yeah, so they're, they're just <laughs> everywhere. But it, it's that's but that's low sec. I I give low sec a bit of a pass because there's like twelve stations every system anyway. But in in null sec, like I I'll just like yeet into space and then I'll be like scrolling yeah, through true, lists. Of of refineries and citadels. To the point where, like, if you're chasing somebody, you can't even descan them fast enough because at any given direction in a celestial, there's five citadels on like a planet. Yeah, you don't even know which one they went. Like, it's it's terrible. Nothing drives me more crazy to like jump in a system and see like a a mining op happening, right? Because I'm like, sick. I can tackle one of these miners and hold them for a fight for an escalation. And on my descan, there's like. Yeah, five Athenors. And I'm like, fucking sweet. Which, okay, so I look at their distance. Oh, they're all within 1.7 AU? Fucking sweet. Like, by the time we're done, they're already back. <laughs> Can't even fucking sort by distance to figure out where they are. It's just like the worst. At least, like, at least back in the day, it's like you jump into the system, you check your scans, like, oh, are they at a planet? Turn on planets, check the POS, not a POS. Okay, they're somewhere else. You could at least narrow it down. So now it's yeah. like you jump in, it's like, it's tough, all right, there's, there's like 12 things at this planet. There's 12 things at this planet. There's 30 different anomalies going on here. Which one are they at? And you can't, and like with the perfect Intel thing, I know you mentioned the blackout uh, aspect of it, but like with even with like, even though you can like end up in the middle of somebody's random space, whereas like before you would got picked up really quickly by a uh, Intel channel if you were roaming in through like, you know, the entry point systems. Now with the filaments, you can end up in the middle of their space, right? And usually you'd think, oh, great, that make hunting really easy. You can hold a radar, he might cry for help, and, you know, you get a really good fight out of that. But it seems like by the time you even load into local and that stupid descan animation happens where all the uh, anomalies load, they they're already in warp to the citadel. <laughs> like it's over. <laughs> like if, if it's super hard. Like my first, my very, very, very first E video. There's like footage of me killing Mackinaws with like Tech One frigates, and I look back at that now. I'm like, how how did I get to an ice belt? And and no one left, and they're yeah. still there. Well, yeah. I'm, like what was was. Was there no such thing as a bot then? Like I know there was. There, there of course there was. But I'm like, that doesn't ha- that doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't. If it does, they're under a rock roll or something, and that doesn't make a difference. Right. Yeah, that hunting aspect's become a lot harder. I've just noticed that. Like usually, like if you if you're like the objective, right? As like Casper was saying, all of you guys were saying is you're not really interested in fragging the guy ratting or the guy mining. No. You're trying to hold him and get him to like, you know, get people streaming in local defense fleet and then that's where you get your your good fight from but um i don't know it's just it's it's really hard to catch them and then i've actually caught a couple of them which are either like bad bots or something or people like uh, afk and they're running stabs so (laughs) they just leaves oh god 
ish chargeless dabs are a thing. Oh, it's so frustrating. Worst. It's so bad because I'm like, yes, I like actually like managed to descan this guy in like 15 seconds and like whoop there, and I had like a fast whooping ship, and it, it happened. Stars aligned, and they whoop off. And it's not even like yeah, they whoop no up shit. immediately. It's like you get them into off structure, and then they leave, and then the rats like almost kill you. Or they, or they like put their heavies on you and like you know, oh, yeah, like realize the, they the, can't the hit drones. you, and then they then they leave. But no shit, like I ram Ishtar's now, no matter who it is. I shouldn't say this because I'm probably just gonna get my fucking bling malediction obliterated now. But like, no shit, when I tackle ratters in sights, I fucking ram them. I mean, I have a heated like 20k scram, but it, still, like, yeah, I, I go in for the scram and long point just to like, just to, to keep them. Maybe an hour before this podcast, I was actually out in Amamaki and I, I saw a hurricane on scan. I got out my my mean battle cruiser, my Ferox, because I'm like, that's not going to scare him off. No one's scared of a Ferox. And I warped to a thing. He's 100k away from me. I micro jump right on top of him, nice. scram web. And then he just goes, warps away. I'm like, oof. I'd be so mad. Especially after you like land the perfect like MJDing, like catching somebody, and especially like that's one thing that I've I've managed to get a couple of frags out of is since they finally buffed the lock range on some battleships, like you can actually offensively MJD onto people without running a SIBO and um, moonwalk tackles great. Yeah, or like even catching move like I can kind of do it uh, i've done it enough like in the past now to it's like second nature like if you know their speed and you know they're moving in a certain direction like you can do like the geometry meme in your in your mind and just <laughs> it's just like actually catch catch a moving target with a with mjd and just scram them in a battleship like that's ultimate dishonor upon their family but it's L uh, l to trig nerd yeah <laughs> um but yeah now you can't now you can't, like i don't even get into that situation so it's uh i don't know that's good, man. That's it awesome. It is disappointing. You, you, you do all the hard work, you get the tackle, and then you're just like, oh, you know what? I don't want to stick around anymore. I'll see you later. And away they go. And between the, the rats, like, it's all switching to you because you ran E-War, like, <laughs> by scramming them, right? And then the drones, like, auto-aggroing you as well. I was in, like, a, like some, like, ultra-rep, like, Brutix, and I almost died to, like, a ratting, like, Vexa Navy issue. Uh, to like the point where I actually had to like whoop out because everybody was it was like destroying me. Uh, it's like that Doctor Who meme or gif where he's like standing in the rain, like you're just getting pelted by rats as your target warps off. Like, Come on, <laughs> man. Yep. I don't know. Uh, like, I don't know how you fix that. <laughs> I don't think you can fix that. Dude, bring it, bring bring that. belts back again. That's the new. Uh, let's so, bring on, uh, honorable. I, I agree with you. Out. Like, okay, so here, I'm going to, like, I was talking about this last episode with the CSM dudes a little bit, but I was kind of trying to let them speak a little bit more. But, uh, okay, so, like, I think the way to fix this, the way, the way to shake it up is there's, there's multiple levels. The first is the ESS. Make the ESS better. Make the ESS so it basically has to be used. Give the, give the ratters a big fucking bonus. And then if they're going to just dock up, you just warp to it and loot it. Right now, it can be anchored. It, Always is anchored in oh, you're fixed the anchoring thing because yeah, that exactly right now it's, it's fucking like terrible. So exploitable, you can stick them yep. in like like a fully escalated anoms. Of, uh, yeah, exactly. Yep. So fix that. Make them so they have to be on a planet or something. Make it so that uh, and then buff them so that they're going to use them. And then if they're just going to dock up, you just fucking warp there, and hopefully they're going to come fight. So that makes it so that instead of having to tackle a ratter uh, before they have some skin on the on the line, right? Some some skin in the game. 
uh, it's already there. You just fucking warp to it. And if they don't want to mm -hmm. fight you, then you're going to get a little bit of ISK and they're going to lose a little bit of ISK. Sweet. And then the next thing is just to rework the fucking anoms because they're shit. Uh, like, yeah, there's too many of them. You can't distinguish yep. which ones are active. Like back in the day, them. it was scan belts. Like they're all, all over yep. the and they were random. So if they take the the AI from essentially the Abyssal AI, which has E-War and other things, and you just make it so that they have Tackle and they have the racial E-War and they're in an ANOM, make the ANOMs varying in difficulty for ship types. So like make the lower ones for smaller, like, you know, up to cruisers, maybe Desis yeah. for newer players, make it go all the way up, even to fucking capitals, make the hardest one kind of for, for a capital and, and the, and it pays a lot better, just like carrier and super carrier ratting. Now make ones for battleships and cruisers, etc. Et like five levels. And that's a lot of dev time. I know reworking anoms would be difficult, but make it so that it promotes like active gameplay. It's not already figured out. You don't just fucking. I don't it. know if anoms when the last time they got reworked. I mean, I it's forever, ages, man. It's so like I don't know if they ever got touched. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. right? And and then on the flip side, change. This goes back to the blackout comment. This is like going to get super deep, but like just have have a local delay, whether it's ten seconds, yeah. thirty seconds, some type of delay when you jump in local. I. I I want blackout to be cool and be a thing, but it's just, it's just too punishing on people, on, yeah. on the, the Nelsackers. And then on the flip side, the last thing I would suggest is to nerf uh, cloaky camping. Um, yeah, it, you know, if we're gonna buff, if we're gonna like nerf the active PVE, we should nerf the act, or sorry, nerf the the passive yes. PVE, like the AFK kind of playstyle. We should nerf the PVP variant, which is cloaky camping. So, so what you're saying it's, it's, is. ESS with a black ops. <laughs> uh, that's that's I, what, that's like my spiel. Like that's that's like I'm gonna get. I, off I agree. The only thing is, like, I'm thinking back to how, like, if you had brought this up in a CSM meeting, or if this was like the presentation, and like, what are the CCP guys in the room gonna ask? Right? They're gonna say, okay, there's a group of people out there that aren't interested in interesting PVE. Right? They want the AFK. <laughs> Watch Netflix in the background, casual isk isk faucet type yep, gameplay, sure. and there are and you know as a business they've got to take into account that's like a you know it could be a significant number of plex or subscriptions that they could potentially lose. Uh, like all the people going to actually engage in whatever new PVE content you make it, um, and then the second thing is like what you're talking about exactly is balancing out. You don't want to make it all attacker friendly, right? Like our P uh, our PVP friends and small gangs and stuff will be like, yeah, you know, you know, blackout twenty four seven. You know, just make it permanent, and there should be no local in in Nullsec. And uh, I mean, we have that in wormholes, right? So uh, you want you want to balance, you know, the the attackers and the defenders, and not give it make it so one sided. Uh, I, the local delay thing is great um, because it you know. It gives it gives the hunter a little bit of of time to do the scanning, do the probing. It doesn't have to be like an insane amount. It doesn't need to be like five minutes or something. But uh, it could be it could be something to give them a chance to actually like tackle tackle a target or like get on the ESS and start looting it or uh, get that local message saying, "Hey, these guys are stealing your shit. Uh, you know, get your shit together." So. Yeah, I, I mean, I, maybe I, something cool. as stupid as like, uh, like if you have sovereignty in the space, your local is instantly delayed. So a reason not to have sob. Who knows? You have a citadel in there. 
maybe. <laughs> you can every, can every Citadel adds 10 seconds of local delay. Oh, we well, we just solved all the problems, boys. Back <laughs> up. Let's go. Let's go Best podcast a, ever. Right. Fucking nothing's worse than podcast game developing. <laughs> you have to be super careful careful with the local delay though. As much as everyone in my corp loved the the blackout, you know, after the first day, there was just nobody to catch flat out. It's, you know, so it's that's true. that's yeah, you run the really, risk of really hard content. Yeah. Yeah. From my experience, like the content kind of dried up and but I had this weird feeling like roaming around where I like I was fucking warping to celestials and descanning every gate. Like it was, paranoid, it was, because it was that's that how it used to be. That's how it used yeah, to be. Yeah, I was that dude. It was pretty funny. And and that was different. And I like my uh remembrance of blackout uh is skewed by that because I like I like that. Like uh, you know, I enjoy feeling uh at risk. Like it's it's just my nature. It's a video game. I don't want to be safe. I wanna, you know, like, pull off pull off crazy what... shit and yeah. Because low sec honestly is scarier than or wormholes, I guess, but like low sec is generally more dangerous than than null is. Null is just like giant swathes of quiet dead space with like well, ratting and then a random. Well low sec low sec's got other issues. Like I mean yeah. gate guns are pretty useless. But I mean, that's that was that's the entirely. ultimate anti frigate PvP measure. I have a couple carries that say otherwise, sir. Uh huh. <laughs> Did you warp off first and come back? <laughs> That's the key. Yeah. But like, I mean, I have I have bookmarks from uh, oh, almost fifteen years ago from living living in Fountain that are were used for basically checking gates for bubbles, and Thanks. those those you needed to use them. I mean, you can still use them now, but there's no real point because no one's there the citadel that's a thousand kilometers off in the direction um like those those things were interesting like the way that eve player base like takes any mechanic that that ccp throws at them and changes them so like back in the day um there was no warp to zero right it was warp to 15 and you had to go into escrow which was the predecessor to contracts and buy region sets of bookmarks yeah and this was like a prereq to becoming like any kind of like competent PvP in a region is like you had to have your bookmarks, and uh, that was that was that was interesting. It's obviously what goes back to what I was saying before of like has Eve improved as a game in terms of quality of life, and is it good to play now in terms For of sure. those mechanics? Absolutely, like you don't have to do all of that ridiculous stuff, but. Um, I don't know if it's it's not it's not good for solo. Like all the things we've been talking about right now have basically killed off at least larger ship solo for sure and probably some smaller ship stuff as well because even if you are maneuverable and in a small ship like i don't know what you're going to actually be able to kill <laughs> by yourself yeah. so. but like there's some quality of life things back to going back to like low sec being not safe is one big thing i think uh uh i think it was michael harari who mentioned it to me he's like we would a lot of people would like to see plexes having like player counts in them like you know, when you go see a citadel, you can see how many are in the citadel. Like having that counter on the plex warp gate, so you can go to a plex and see if someone's sitting in it. Which, on one hand, sounds you can't do terrible. That scanning, right? Like, well, you can't. You can't do that because if you go to a plex gate in Losac, for example, and if someone's clo- cloaked in the plex, you can't see them. Oh, or if it's a recon, thing. if they're a recon, you can't see them. So yeah. the the big problem with uh, medium plexes in faction warfare is 
they're basically a death trap because you can't see what's in them and people are sitting there in combat recons. Uh, usually a bunch of curses, maybe a rook or two, and just blap you as soon as you come in. So you got to probe them down first to make sure there's nothing in there. But yeah, that's, that's like that's more instant quality stuff. of life stuff. The, the faction wool stuff is I obviously needed a, a rework for for ages, but that's the the issue with doing faction the, warfare is pretty good overall. I think is it kind of re, had a bit of a resurgence or yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty enjoyable if you like sliding into zero on things. They've been giving it some stabs. love, right? Yeah, they've been making small changes. They have a ways to go still, obviously, but like. I mean, Hyder, you're aware of the of the, uh, the. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're aware of that. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, I've, I've I've seen that. I wasn't able to like. I guess I was playing around right when they uh, when that was coming out, is when I like resubbed and I was looking for them for ages and I wasn't finding too many yeah. of them. And even when I did, like, I guess just between like I I really need to get an alt that doesn't have my character's name on it because like nobody's. The only people that are actually going to come in there and whoop to zero on my vindicator or whatever the fuck I'm, I mean, <laughs> are, are people that have way too much. But at least you can yeah. get away, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I feel like CCP's put a, a good bit of time into Losec. Like faction warfare is not how it was when it first came out. It's not even close to being the same. And I, I would, I would go so far as to say it's enjoyable now. I would go that far to say. And even with the trig, the like the triangle event going on, that's I think is pretty interesting. I just don't know how long it'll last, like how long it'll hold people's attention for, um, especially if they start, you know, converting some important systems to LOSEC. Yeah, that's that's another that's a whole thing altogether. Interesting. We're gonna get into it, but uh, man, like this is how I can tell you guys, you guys have have the the eve bug you know like you recently came back you come in here and you just fucking you just we just shoot the shit like like old eve vets right like old <laughs> eve players like you guys got it it's it's uh it's super like when i when i stopped playing i never stopped reading yeah exactly that's well that's the the meme right Eve's more fun to read about than it is to play but i mean it's more fun in pypha than <laughs> pypha is the real game <laughs> <laughs> check right? out the sick graph i just made look uh, at that yeah so let's uh like I mean, let's start wrapping this up, guys. We've had a, an excellent conversation. It was super fun. Um, but I got to ask you guys, uh, two video makers, right? Two prolific video makers. Great success, both you guys. Your videos are and were awesome. Um, what have you been watching? Whose videos have been, you been watching? What have you been impressed with? Uh, what do you think about the whole e-video making meta currently? Uh, I've been watching a good bit of uh, IB stuff just because he does brawling a lot. And even though I don't run fits anywhere near as expensive as his or have the scout network as vast as his, uh, it does what make me want to fly something that can tank uh, my whole armor's worth in one cycle. But I, my, my whole thing about video, I, I may not be seeing them all, but I, I usually just browse like Reddit nowadays. And I know the content there is not always great, but I do wish a lot of folks would put more time into production of a video rather than just putting fights out. And it's not really, it's a very difficult thing to do as someone who makes videos to make it let, kind of look good. 
and be entertaining at the same time and play at the same time. And I wish a lot of people would put more effort into that. I know it's a lesson people got, like have to put time into. It's a whole different thing entirely, especially not your background. But I mean, a video that's fun to look at as well as, or nice to look at as well as giving good content goes a long way in my opinion. Who who is up there in in their production levels? Maybe not the most popular guy, or maybe not the best fight, but who who's doing the best production in your mind right now, bro? I honestly couldn't give you a name. I I'm I'm so out of the loop as far as as videos go for for general like production stuff. I couldn't tell you. I really couldn't tell you. And I'm, and people like to say that my production was always good. But I'm like I honestly I just make the text easy to read and the ships fun to look. At. <laughs> And that's that's a big thing. A lot of game, a lot of people are are zoomed out all the way, which I know is a big deal for playing, but it doesn't always make it entertaining to watch. How do you fucking feather people zoomed in? Though? <laughs> <laughs> God, I gotta gr- agree with Prom. And you know, honestly, like I'll, I'll admit, like I took a lot of like I used to follow the uh, so videos back in the day used to be posted on the my eve forum yeah old e-farms or right? e-files and like, yeah or e- and e-files right and um you know there'd be like a big like lead up you know you'd be following you'd be refreshing that thread every day and then it wasn't youtube so then you know when you went to school or whatever you'd set your download on the fucking one gig holy file, shit uh, and then boot up vlc player when you get home all excited to watch new and you know like i got so much of my music taste from people's videos i got um i learned a lot about like uh when you're when you're flying as well like what prom's saying like you don't it, to make the game the video interesting like you don't want to be all the way zoomed out in your tactical overlay uh where nobody can see anything um you know g- keeping your camera work stable not like constantly like flicking the camera around giving people motion sickness and i learned a lot of that from like watching videos of like all the old uh video makers like people like prom and guados and god's cold blood and like you know garmin and all these you know all the legends of back in the day um and i just don't see that as much anymore you're right i don't know if it's because solo is becoming more and more difficult that there just isn't there aren't that many video makers anymore but i don't think so i I see a lot of content it's just that people are 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 less concerned about putting out something that looks looks the part rather than just putting it out there and i think that's part of maybe youtube is to blame because you can just upload five clips i stitched together when i was movie maker and slap some content friendly music that won't get me demonetized up there and be like here's my video guys yeah i guess it's that like curation or like that art side of it of like really putting a a a video together was like uh quite and everyone starts somewhere like that might not be someone might not be interested in doing that which is completely valid it's just you learn it i you can if you want to but not everyone maybe people don't want to or they don't have the means to or they just don't care i haven't i'd have to agree in that i haven't seen too many when i left the game i thought that like even though i was leaving there was like a lot of video makers um yeah like groups and kings used to have like these huge thing elaborate videos on yeah um and it wasn't just solo like even from the solo stuff i thought there were like quite a few videos and then you know there was the streaming thing was kind of like happening where people were posting vods of the streams which was a you know different stroke it wasn't like proper solo videos but I feel like yeah. it's it's been on a downturn both in terms of production quality and then like the fights in terms of the quality of stuff that I'm looking to watch. Um, 
looking yeah. to watch sure i will agree with that like yeah there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of nano stuff which people put out but and i thought people can't... like stitch caneland for example like love the guy he's like fighting the good fight after i ran away from this game um and he had like a lot of videos and like ne wasn't necessarily like a ton of crazy production quality in them but he had like he was out there flying like you know battleships battle cruises the stuff that i find interesting to watch but i feel like the pace of, of videos and stuff like maybe there's this isn't enough content for those types of videos to put out regular stuff but what it's i've been watching in terms of e-videos is actually triba posted the entirety of e-files to YouTube. Um, so this is every single video or solo PVP video from back in the day, from like 2004 or five to Rip 2009. Uh, I don't, and what's, what's been surprising is this was done, but apparently none of the people that like, I've been talking to all my like old friends and like all, you guys, like the, like the people that would be actually have a connection to this and be interested in going to watch. And I was talking to Buddhist Princess uh, a while ago because he used to be, he used to make videos uh, as well. And we were laughing, just looking back at like when we were like 13 or 14 years old, like the level of cringe that would go into some of these <laughs> videos, like, you know, like the, like the really epic, like music and like the, like the, nice. we fight for honor, we fight, for, you know, like the cringe stuff from when we were little kids, but it's, it's a time capsule. It's like, it's amazing that because it was difficult to, E-files, like the server he had it on was kind of falling apart and it was difficult to search in there and find it. But I mean, I'm talking about every single video that you've ever heard of. In yep, YouTube I'm looking at it right now. You and, should give me a link to that somewhere. I'll post it in at least the BSP yeah. channel and everywhere. You I need to. And I'm shocked because some of these videos like, you know, like Domination Series or Boat mm -hmm. Violence and all these stuff that were like, you know, legendary in the community. I, I see it here. Like 14 views, right? Like, yeah. obviously, nobody told the community at Lodge. But I, was yeah. almost I had no clue. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking. This is going to the show notes. This is going yeah. to my Discord. Like, um, it's this just is my one YouTube channel. You guys told me about all this yeah. random new stuff that they added, but I'm showing you Dude. the old no. true path of Honor of Brute PvP, the videos of, from the ancient Eve days. So jokes on you, I have all those on a hard there. Time, so. <laughs> what you notice as well is that, like back in the day, like what Prom's saying, right? Like people had a build up to the next video. Um, yeah. Like people would release a trailer for their PvP video, right? And you see all of that. It's it's just posted. Like I don't think he really did any filtering. Uh, I think the best he was able to do is um, use it's some file of the name and information. Yeah, cool. file name and username, and some even some of the videos aren't properly labeled because it obviously with the sheer number of videos that had to be automated. Um, but you can find what you're looking for if you remember like a name of a PvP or the name of their video series from back in the day. You can probably find it on there, and I, that's what I've been doing. Uh, is just watching years and years worth of like the, in my opinion, like the like the best days of eve solo pvp video making it's just like this there's, there's so many gems in there people just gotta like take the time and put together something that you know they can sit back and watch and not be like oh there it goes his armor goes down his armor goes up his armor goes down armor goes up from like 200k zoomed out that's all yeah, yeah. one i will recommend i don't know if you guys have watched him but uh he kind of seems to do the type of content that's up here guys is ali and that's lockley theo have you guys checked out his videos at all? I have. I have. I have seen one of them. And? Stuff. It's entertaining. Yeah. Cool, cool. Because I know he does some pretty heavy brawling stuff. Yeah, it is. Is it? Is it? It is entertaining stuff. It, it is there, yeah. Good. Um, I figured, like, the way you guys are talking, that you might be 
might like that. Yeah. But yeah, this this Eve Files, guys, it's just on YouTube. Uh, the Eve Dash Files is the like channel name. Check it out because that is that is pretty cool. I now have a bookmarks folder on Chrome because you know YouTube is kind of AIDS if you're searching for certain things like text searching and the channel is not really yeah. great. Uh, especially if they you know they don't have tags or descriptions in them. So I've just been bookmarking videos that I I'm, care about and I might make playlists and maybe I'll put maybe if there's interest like maybe I'll start organizing them into like series and stuff and then I can post them into one of I these think, channels. I mean that word of warning way cool actually hide people still really honestly remember who you guys are literally I boosted on somebody I don't play battleships often but I boosted on somebody a couple of days ago and somebody out of the blue well who do you think you are hide like what and you know yeah. the first time I heard your name in ages like oh what the hell I've seen people comment on like making the fucking Nighthawk. They're like talking about making a Nighthawk fit. It was in Discord on less than 10 Discord, and there's like all this these memes about about hide Nighthawk fits and stuff like that. Oh god, that ship <laughs> is such pain. It's such pain to fit. I still have nightmares about trying to fit it's, the Nighthawk. Yeah, it's, it's I don't think now. that probably hasn't changed at all, right? I booted up Pyfro. No, no, it's better. damage bonus, but still like. Ugh. But that with rage hams, I guess it like does like pretty good, really good damage. But you can't fit anything on it. Oh god, Nighthawk. There's a hard like I have a hard time watching those videos too. Like a lot of them are like super low resolution, <laughs> and I, I honestly forget how the game used to look. It's it's like what I fucking mentioned, oof. bud. Rose tinted glasses. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. How like, the game used to look and how it used to lag. You know, like yeah. lag yeah, up. I can't yeah. remember when, when was the Trinity update where they, they changed how all the shit with a graphical update. Because man, some of the stuff. So when are we getting Ooh. Eve Classic? You know, Wild wow, wow Classic. Me, when are we gonna? When are we gonna put old Eve values and ships and and bonuses second, into a second uh, and, multiple micro warp drives on your nano? Like no shit. I made videos at ten twenty four by seven sixty eight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, guys, we better wrap it up. As as uh, as entertaining as this is, I think we we could just go on forever chatting like this. This is really entertaining. Yeah, even though I didn't uh, on YouTube, that's my contribution. That's awesome. Thanks, yeah, man. Morgan, Morgan. <laughs> so let's just move out into our intro, guys. Uh, any shout outs? I'm just going to go first. I, I want to give a shout out to EVCS. Um, they got some interesting stuff going on right now. Uh, doing some some battlegrounds type stuff. I'm not sure if it take place yet or if they're just building up to it. But either way, those guys were on the show a couple episodes ago, DTM, and they do like uh, that's Eve Championship series. They do like you know one v one, two v two kind of uh, really really accessible tournaments and events. So so check them out. I'll put a video to like a, a Eve CS Battlegrounds video in the um, show notes. So yeah, check it out. Cool, Casper. Yeah, well, I didn't know you were going to do that one. I'm going to sound like I'm competing against you here, but I'm going to shout out my uh, <laughs> my 5v5 guys. Um, you know, it's very similar to what DTM and the CS guys do, but uh, we're doing 5v5s and trying to make it into the next Eve, like eSport, you know, pick band style. And we've got CCP Aura, Aurora, who I think is actually helping DTM too, but, you know, we're getting some CCP support and trying to get some fun, um, you know, competitive scene back in, back into Eve. And uh, you guys got anybody you want to shout out, uh, new or old, whatever you like? Uh, I'll give a shout out to like the, some of the folks who, who are living in and around Alamake or in the BSB uh, channel. Uh, 
we're all we're all jerks a little bit, I think, but uh, we're a particular brand of jerks, and that's who I'm happy to associate with. Uh, I'll give a shout. I'll give a couple of shout outs if I'm allowed. Uh, I'll give a shout out to Stitch Canlin, who's running for CSM. He's a good man. He's fighting for battleships and real ships and uh, you know, the real, the real, the real man ships. So uh, mm. he's running for CSM. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, go check him out and consider voting for him. Um, I will give a shout out to Suetonia Alcastrali, wherever you are, the leader of the Forget Menace. I haven't heard from you in a, quite a while. I haven't seen you around, but if you're out there, uh, you're my arch nemesis. <laughs> he's, um, he's still around. His forehead is still on the screen near you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'll give a shout out to Trivo, whoever whoever posted the entirety of Eve files onto YouTube. You you preserved a piece of Eve history forever. So massive props for that. Doing all weekend. All right, guys, that's the episode. Thanks for listening. And just remember, it's not the size of your gang. It's how you use it. And the size of your battleship. <laughs> I fucking love when people chirp in like that. It happens a lot. <laughs>